Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast for Sunday, December 29th, 2019. The last podcast of 2019. What's going on? How are you? My name's Quinn, and this is my show. Well, we're coming to you live from the West Coast uh, in the middle of Oregon. The state, uh, the 44th state, 1927, this one had entered the Union. Uh, West Coast time, its capital is Salem, famous for the Salem witch trials back in the 19th century. And uh, we're coming to you with our second of two episodes from out here on the West Coast. Um, If you caught or if you didn't catch the interview that we did last week, uh, you're going to want to put a pause on this episode. Go back and listen to that one. Mom Goes to Prison. It was a shocking, raw, emotional, um, very, very tiring, very trying interview with uh, my mom, Jane Dennison Furness, about her time that she spent in the Slammer, the Deer Ridge State Penitentiary, something like that, uh, famous for where they uh, filmed Shawshank Redemption. Um, And mom, who is a big fan of that work, um, was able, uh, hopefully, to to use that as some inspiration for surviving her time uh, behind bars. But uh, thanks to mom for coming on the podcast last week and um, granting us that exclusive interview. That was the first time she's spoken out since being released uh, and it was very exciting uh, for her I hope to be able to tell her story so if you haven't listened to that yet um, go ahead pause it right here and go over and listen to that one I'll be here uh, when you're back well welcome back uh, to Bean Tom Podcast for Sunday December 29th it is the end of the year, and um, next year will officially be our last episode of year two. Uh, it's always a little strange because we started the podcast, I think our first ever episode was January 13th of 2018. So the final episode of a year ends up happening uh, on the first episode of the new calendar year. Um, so although this is the last episode of 2019, the first episode of 2020 will actually be um, the finale of season two of Beantown. And season three will be launching two weeks from today. That's the plan, at least. So you might be thinking, hey, Quinn, you know two years this is episode what are we looking at 104 i think 103 104 something like that Uh, i think it's 104 is this one um plus what do we have seven or eight specials something like that you might be thinking well quinn you know that's a lot of content um you know what else do you have up your sleeve how are you going to keep this thing new how are you going to keep this thing fresh well um, we'll talk a little bit more about some of our um, big, exciting things that we have coming up in 2020 on our State of the Podcast. Um, we'll do a second annual State of the Podcast speech. That happens sometime in January, I think. Uh, we tried to line it up with the President's State of the Union speech. I don't know if impeachment affects that in any way. Um, we'll do some research. We'll get back to you. Um, you know, that you're going to have a lot of the, the great old things that you love about Beantown to look forward to in 2020. And you also have 
have some fresh new things um i think so so some of the the old things that you have to look forward to at least things that are coming up sooner rather than later um as always we'll be joined by our oscars um extraordinaire ryan austin english who will be coming on the show for the third um time um specifically to discuss the oscars he's been on a couple more times beyond that he's probably up to five or six times total Uh, and he was on our show our home for the holiday special two weeks ago you can go listen to that um but he'll be coming on earlier than usual in 2020 because the oscars are earlier than usual um the oscars are something like february 9th or something along those lines right after the super bowl um so we're literally only, what, six weeks away from that, uh, five or six weeks. So we will need to get that scheduled. Um, the Oscar nominations haven't even been released yet. It's I don't understand why the timeline is so short this year, but um, we'll do our best to navigate. Uh, some people have asked, hey, Quinn, are you going to do another Oscars monologue this year? That hasn't been decided. Um, I don't think the Oscars currently have a host i don't know if they're getting a host um no one's called me a lot of things are up in the air so it's tbd in that situation um we'll also have our tax specialist matthew fiedler coming on the show um for the third straight year to help us do our taxes um it's going to be fun because we have two different state taxes to file this year um and matthew has been um un breakable in years past in terms of you know trying to throw fancy terminology and um, obscure forms at him thinking you know one of these days we're gonna catch him by surprise but he is always on top of his game so we're gonna have some new tricks up our sleeves um, for Matthew this year we'll see if he can handle the heat it's like hot ones but less exciting um those are some old things that you have to look forward to again in year three, including the Pledge Drive fundraiser. Uh, our third annual Pledge Drive fundraiser will be happening in February um, after the Oscars special. Of course, the entire month of February is our Pledge Drive fundraiser month. That's very exciting. And then we'll also have um, our annual telethon show um, where we field live calls on the air from our listeners, from our supporters. Um, I have not done the math i haven't released what the number is going to be for this year last year was right around 200 dollars. i wouldn't expect anything um more than that if anything it might be a little bit less than that uh for a pledge i fundraiser this year because we um raised way more money than what we were anticipating last year so we have some funds left over um that being said we will continue with our donor incentive packages that we started last year um we might even try to simplify things this year um it might be a little bit more expensive for me but i think it's going to be a lot better for you all so um look out for an announcement on um those donor tier incentive blocks um as we get closer to February our pledge drive fundraiser month. Um that's some of the old stuff, our new stuff. Um very exciting as well. Um music has been something that's been thrown around here and there on the podcast. Music has kind of an interesting place on this podcast originally, um, you know, with a big part of the show's philosophy being 
low budget, low budget, low budget, um, music was seen as something that was, you know, unnecessary. You know, we didn't want to get too big, um, blow up, go viral too fast. So we said, let's just hold in on the music. Eventually the the fans kept saying, Quinn, you, you, you know, you need intro music. You got to have something fun. So as kind of a tongue in cheek thing, I started playing, um, songs to open the show that were not very good. Um, and, but but it's not um, that was not the only time we've had music. We've done a concert series on the Meantime podcast with Matthew Feather um, when I was sick. That was a bumpy ride to say the least. Um, so mu- music has been interesting. You might be thinking, Quinn, what does this have to do with year three of the podcast? Well, I'm going to um, record a couple of songs on the piano while I'm here at my parents' house with access to a piano, and we're going to try um, doing some. A little, little bit more production value um, in year three here, right? Show the investors that we're growing, we're taking steps forward. Um, we're going to be adding, um, hopefully, some intro music and some outro music here. Uh, it's going to be completely um, recorded by yours truly. Um, the songs are not original, and they're completely instrumental, but I think you're going to like them. So look out for that. Um, we should be able to get that started um, potentially as soon as next week. The plan is to go record that stuff um, right after this. So wish us luck. Um, another big thing, and arguably the biggest thing that um, has happened to the podcast since we started um, video. So it's been... What did, we, what did we say? Around 110 plus episodes and specials. Um, only a couple of them have been recorded on video. In fact, I think only the specials have been recorded on video. A couple of the specials. Um, we are in talks of um, acquiring a very high tech camera with you know 5G network and 4000K speeds and all that stuff. Um, it's going to take a little bit more work, uh, but I think it's going to be a lot. Uh, a lot better experience for you all the fans. So this doesn't mean that any, anything is going away. You'll still be able to listen to us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Um, but now, whereas the current YouTube state of the podcast is just the audio with um, a slideshow of one picture, um, the hope now is we get some video going. And that will uh, potentially build up some extra lore with the podcast, you know, we talk about things like the Craigslist couch. We talk about things like um, the flower chair. Uh, we talk about the TV guides all the time. But you don't, as fans, as listeners, as hashtag friends of the podcast, you don't get to see those. Uh, so we're hoping to add that in. Uh, maybe I'll have a different hairstyle every week. I don't know. There's, um, a, you know, a lot of opportunities for aggressive expansion there, to use a Batman term. I'm having some problems with my voice here. Having this weird thing just today, and this happens all the time, but not frequently, um, <laughs> where you kind of get like a, I don't know exactly what it is. It's kind of like a snot bubble, but it's way in the back of your throat, and swallowing doesn't really seem to clear it. Um, unless you get some water or something that usually helps, but you got to try to do one of these. (laughs) And that actually worked, right? As weird as that sounds, then you swallow a bunch of snot. So that's, you know, that's fun. Um, but, uh, having one of those, I had one earlier and it got to the point where I could barely even talk. I had to (laughs) do some of that. Um, wow. 
some fascinating sound effects here on the podcast. Anyways, those are two big things that we're looking um, forward to in the new year. Some intro-outro music recorded by yours truly and then adding the video element. Now, that's something where you're going to have to really um, bear with us. The technical elements, a big, we already mentioned this on this show, a big part of the show's uh, mission, the show's philosophy as we started uh, nearly two years ago was to be as low production value, low budget as possible. Um, because, it, it, and you might think, well, Quinn, that doesn't necessarily make you any different. That's true. But what you don't see is a podcast that's super low budget, super low production value that goes on and on and on. You you know, you think after five, ten episodes, wow, this guy really sucks. Who would keep listening to his stuff? And for the creator, a.k.a. me, you think, wow, this stuff really sucks. Why would he continue to create this stuff? Well, joke's on you all because I haven't missed a, a week and we're about to start our third year. Um, so that's the power of the podcast. Uh, and so you're probably thinking, well, you know, what's really the inspiration for this? If you're wondering if it's purely spite, um, you might be right. Uh, that's kind of a big part of how the podcast was formed in the first place, spite, um, and, uh, you know, proving the, the haters wrong, the doubters, etc. And, uh, we, you might think for some people that kind of dries up after a week or two, you kind of lose the passion, lose the spark. Not for us. Beantown is, uh, the greatest creative outlet that I've ever experienced. And it leads to so many things, right? Beantownpodcast.com includes Beantown blog. That's a whole new medium of content, um, that you're not going to get anywhere else. You'll get a little taste of it from some of my Facebook posts. Um, but you really can't find those, you know, essay length, um, commentaries anywhere else. Um, that's all stuff that goes right from my head, right onto the page and it doesn't get talked about anywhere else. So, um, that's been an exciting thing for us in 2019. Um, you know, other things like, uh, uh, even projects in the works that we haven't started yet, like Beantown Gives Back, um, our charitable, um, sort of wing of the Beantown podcast. Look for more information on that in 2020 as we get going. So there's just, there's a lot, um, going on here. Um, and, and people I've talked to close friends, you know, I, I've shared with them some of the struggles I've had with the podcast in year two and, you know, lack of inspiration, lack of motivation, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, um, you know, no, no final decisions have been made on whether or not we're going to have any format changes in 2020, um, in terms of the episode structure, posting structure, that sort of stuff. Um, but one thing I refuse to do is kind of give up momentum. Um, you know, even if not every episode every week is a home run, you know, maybe it's just one episode a year. That's good. Um, that's kind of a chance you have to take because speaking from personal experience on podcasts that I've hosted in the past, um, other podcasts besides being on podcasts, um, and podcasts from close friends that I follow closely. Once you, you start to lose some of that passions to lose some of that inspiration and once you kind of get flaky with your posting structure all of a sudden you don't miss it as much your fans your followers don't miss it as much and you just kind of fade away um, and to me losing the podcast itself is not the big concern it's losing the creative outlet um, so we want to be able to keep that going um, you know it's a it's a whole 
big social media experience, not just social media, but a kind of a content experience that you're getting from the podcast, the blog, the Instagram page at Q.QueenD, the Twitter at BeantownCast or at White Buns, a little bit more vibrant content there. The Facebook page, Queen David Furnace, right? It all kind of comes together um, and uh, the the passion kind of feeds or, or the creative passion kind of feeds off of itself. So you don't want to lose that. Uh, if you take out one weak link, the ch- whole chain has the potential to fall apart. Um, so... And that's really, uh, you know, that's a big reason why, you know, some take Snapchat, for example. Um, I use Snapchat about a fifth as much as I did, you know, when I was in college. Um, But the thing with Snapchat is they're really by itself in terms of how it's structured, the content, the medium, that sort of thing. There's really no need for me to have a Snapchat right now. Um, and I've thought many, many times about dumping it. But here's the thing. I have friends in life who are really only on Snapchat, right? They're not on Instagram. They're not on Facebook. Um, and sure, you can always text these people. But, right, there are so many things that uh, a picture just does a better job of conveying. And it's easier to send messages, uh, a.k.a. pictures, to multiple people at one time via snapchat so that's the reason i keep it around is not because that there's anything about snapchat that i think is special but because there are certain friends i have who i really like talking to um, and really the only way to consistently talk to them communicate with them is through this medium which is why i keep that going what i'm saying to you all what the point of this is is don't give up on beantown as we go into year three um, because if beantown dies the chain gets weak and Quinn dies, metaphorically. So hashtag save our podcast. Um, and with that long um, digression and um, kind of ultimate tangent there, we're going to get to some ads here. Thanks to mom last week for helping us out with that ad read. Um, This is exciting. For the second week in a row, we're doing a little home field advantage here for um, Home Pride Oregon. Let's jump right into it. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, and we know you're out there because I'm podcasting live from your state, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate's wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe certified home inspector that you can trust, you gotta call Steve at 541-410-0316 or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. That's 541-410-0316 or just visit HomePrideOregon.com on your smartphone or your tablet or your iPad or your MacBook or your Dell or other places. HomePrideOregon inspection perfection. 
A quick shout out to the Samson Q2U series that pulled double duty for us last week as it's been doing for over a year and a half at this point. It sounded crisp. It sounded clean. You know how it goes. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. You know, one of the first times ever, in fact, I believe... It was the first time ever that we used a dual-action Samson Q2U series microphone um, for the Beanstown podcast was the infamous Lost episode um, between me and my former um, lady, Erica. Um, That episode has never been aired. Uh, It lives on my computer and no one has ever listened to it, myself included. I think about it sometimes. I talk about it sometimes here on the podcast, but usually it's a situation where you just think about it for 30 seconds and then it fades away and you think about it again a month later. Well, I've been thinking about it a little bit more and more lately and I'm considering if there is want from the fan base releasing the episode to kick off 2020. Um, let us know in the comments or email us beantownpodcast at yahoo.com or tweet at us at white buns or at beantowncast, whatever you want to do, or slide into the DMS on Instagram at q.queendy. Um, it, you know, let us know what your thoughts are on that. It's, it's not like this shining beacon of entertainment or like the holy grail that's you know it's something you never knew you needed it's a bad episode there's a reason why we cut it and re-recorded the only time in two years of beantown podcast history that's happened where we just completely trash an episode and start it all over again um let us know um i something else i thought of here before we finish the ads um i am now in possession of Scott Farrell's autobiography, Tales, Tears, and Triumphs of the Stage, I think is what it's called. Um, and as promised, we are going to have the audiobook going. Um, that is going to have nothing to do with um, our regular posting schedule. Um, we're still going to be posting normal um, podcast episodes per week. Um, but our, I think, what is this, our eighth or ninth Beantown Podcast Unplugged special will be the audiobook of um scott farrell's book it's going to take a lot of time um both for you to listen to but even more so for me to record um and i'm we're not talking about you know a couple hours here a couple hours there we're talking about days worth of um recording for me um Obviously, I'm not going to sit down and just record for a day, but that's kind of the timeline that we're looking at here. Um, So I don't have a good sense of when that is going to come out yet. Um, I haven't done any tests. I probably will right after we finish recording here, which will be fairly soon. I don't have much more I want to add to the show. Um, But uh, look out for that. I'm hopeful sometime in in the the spring that that comes out. But uh, it's a project of mine that I've committed myself to, and uh, we're just going to see how it goes. Um, In fact, what would be great for the second half of this show is for me to whip out that book, because it's right over here as I get up out of these bunk beds, which there's about, I don't know, a meter, maybe less, in between the bottom bunk and the top bunk. It just makes things challenging. 
when you are trying to navigate. It was a lot easier when I was five years old and all of three feet tall. A um, little bit more challenging right now. Um, so what, what we're going to do after I finish with the ad reads here is I'm going to <coughs> read the first page or so of the book and then the, the you know classic thinking would say well read a page and multiply it by multiply the time by however many pages there are easy easy peasy right well the bigger problem with that is that um, this book has page numbers that stop after like 50 pages I don't know why. Um, I don't work in publishing. I don't know if it ran out of ink or what the strategy was on that, but it makes this whole multiplication business a little bit more challenging. So what I'm going to try to do is Google this book, see if they're, like, if you go to the publisher's website, um... It's not even, he doesn't even have a publisher. It's self-published on lulu.com. Um, see if there's a way to see how many pages there are because it's really challenging um, without it just to see. Oh, there, okay, so the table of contents has page numbers. The chapters themselves where they start don't have numbers, so that's really not that helpful, frankly, but I can get a sense that there are chapter 15, which is the last chapter, starts around or at page 449. Um, and it's just trying to see, you know, how many pages to add after that. It's really hard, man. We're just flipping through this book with no page numbers. Is that the chapter beginning? I don't know. Nothing is labeled very well here. I don't understand this book at all. Man, this is going to take a long time to read. Popping the Porn Cherry, that's the title? Oh, man. Man. I Okay. We didn't give a listener discretion as advice take on this episode. Oh, there's chapter 14, if you're happy and you know it. Um... We didn't, but w this whole, boy, this is going to need, uh, this book is going to need a listener discretion is advised warning. I tell you what, man, um, because we're going to get pretty um, NSFW. Wow. This, well, this one page just, there's like five sentences on the page just in the middle of it, but it's the end of the chat. Oh, that's weird. Okay, there's chapter 15. I found it. And I'd say there's another 30 pages at the end of that. So we're looking at it's a really riveting last three three minutes of podcast here. We're looking at pretty much exactly 500 pages. So what I'm going to do is read paperback, 510 pages. There it is. Um, I'm going to read this final ad, then read one page of Scott Farrell's autobiography, and then um, we'll do the multiplication live on air, and we'll go from there. And that that's all I got to uh, all I got to say for this episode. Um, Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle and we all love it, but how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts 
by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but just a little different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995, and it's probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, and the greater Chicagoland area. For beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops, and everything in between, call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200, or you can email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts, Q-U-T-Z, by Q at yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. That's that. Okay, so last bit of business here. What I'm going to do is read the introduction page. This will also, you know, maybe give you a taste. Um, if, you know, if you like what you hear, or maybe you just like this soothing voice and you want many, many more hours of it, um, here is the introduction to Scott Farrell's biography, or Triumph, Tears, and Tales of the Stage, copyright 2018. So let me get my timer out here. And, um, boy, this is exciting stuff. I can hardly wait. Okay. Wait. Stopwatch. All right. Let's go. I first got the idea of writing my my biography in January of 2014. I had recently re- recently read a biography of a gay youth who made a name for himself as a dancer, and I thought that my crazy life story might make entertaining and informative reading. My sincere hope with the publication of this rather large volume is that readers will find my story to be relatable, that they may glean from it whatever they may and find ways to apply it to their own lives. This biography is the result of four years of entry and editing. This book is primarily about two things, my music career and how I got to where I am today, as well as a few side jobs, and a struggle to find my identity in a community that did not accept who I am. Some names have been changed to protect myself from repercussions of litigious people who maint, M-A-Y and apostrophe T, like seeing their actions or words in print for the whole world to see. To them I say, you should have behaved better, and you wouldn't have ended up as a character in my book. Wow. And there are plenty underlined of colorful people in my story. Allow me to state here that I do not intend a revenge book, but to share my life story, both the good and the bad. The stories contained herein are entirely true to the best of my memory, and some events are a matter of history or public record. One can't have opinions about history, even if one disagrees with its telling. I want to start this story on a positive note. No one's life is easy. Struggles happen. Things don't turn out like we want sometimes. Friends come and go, and there's no such thing as security. But life is also really good sometimes. Getting what we want, exploring new things and new ways of life, learning to like oneself and falling in love. It makes us human. There will be times throughout this story when you love me, times you'll hate me, when you'll cry with me, when you'll rejoice with me. By doing so, we share a human experience and I think my adventures are worthy of retelling. That wasn't too profound a statement. I'll be profound and insightful later on, I promise. I hope you enjoy reading my story, Scott. Um, That's a page. Um, now, if if you're doing the math at home, that was one minute, 55 seconds, also known as 115 seconds. So, 115 times 500 is 57,500 seconds. We divide that by 60. We get 958 minutes. Divide that by 60. We're looking at just a hair under 16 hours. So 
that is um, what we're dealing with here, and that's the first time I've ever done that math. Um, that's the first time I've ever read, read the introduction page. So we're looking at 16 hours um, of time, and the, the actual time spent recording and actual time the recording is should be almost identical. I don't plan on um, redoing any sections. So 16 hours, there it is. That's the mark. Two-thirds of a day, um, and that's if I'm able to read at that speed consistently. I think, you know, half an hour here, half an hour there, um, you know, that's about 30 to 35 different sessions of half an hour each. Um, I think we're looking at, you know, three or four months is is what I could potentially pull off. Uh, might mean a little bit less sleep here and there. Uh, but I think we can handle it, and I'm excited. So um, look out for that. It'll be here before you know it. Don't expect it next week because it's not happening. But that is the introduction to Scott Farrell's biography or Triumph, Tears, and Tales of the Stage. And if you're wondering, hey, who is this guy? I'll give you the whole backstory um, <clears throat> in a, a coming podcast episode, but you don't have to worry about it right now. This guy um, is a little, uh, little out there. So... That's what I have for you on today's show. Um, came in right around 33 minutes, about where we finished last week. I think it's a nice, healthy link. Length next year is going to be our full in-depth review of year two of the podcast. If you're wondering, hey, are we going to get another four-hour episode with cool jingles in between? Absolutely not. Um, we did that last year on a little three-day weekend trip to um, West Virginia. You remember it, um, frozen pizza on the frying pan, and we did a podcast um, live outside next to a river, which was really cool. Um, the whole editing process on that um, is manageable. It takes a long time, but it's manageable. But here's the real problem. Um, my Mac is just, you know, it's been over a year since we did the Christmas Day um, live stream and the, the surgery on the laptop. She's still running okay, but the speed just isn't there, especially when you're using an application like GarageBand. Um, and frankly, I, I know I could pull off a year or two special recap. I just don't have um, the time right now. So um, we're not we're not doing a big big old project we'll just have a regular podcast or regular length where we dive into some of the highlights but um you know it'll be fun nonetheless and maybe a little bit more digestible for you all the fans so look out for that um that's all i got for you it's raining outside perfect um christmas weather so um we're gonna maybe go get a little bit of fresh air after i record some music um look out for some of that new stuff next week and uh we'll be back next week to wrap up year two of queen david Furnace presents the beantown podcast and we'll get you ready for year three how do you like the sound of that all right take care everybody safe travels we'll talk to you next time